cash flow on the beat. So we are back. Thank you all again for coming back. It's Tuesday bonus features. Um, right. Oh, that's right. We keep talking. Oh, just, you know, we're talking too much. I guess we keep doing bonus features. What <laughs> <laughs> everybody like a little extra? A little extra. <laughs> extra. They like extra chicken. <laughs> they like extra money. Extra fries. <laughs> extra sauce. <laughs> Dip with that too. Bro. Yeah. So we out here. Um, thank you all for coming back for another week. Um, actually, just Tuesday, but it is what it is. Um, you kept this captive. That's why we got to decide clothes. So again, we have the Pastor John Ward. Yeah. Introduce your wife, brother. Once again, yes, this is my lovely wife, Latasha Ward. Um, my my best friend, my better half. You know, my God, as she calls herself, my blind spot monitor. Ooh, I like these titles. God Okay, brother, now you got to step that up. Okay, so. <laughs> my, my other brother, dark shining light, brother Tim. Yo, this is my wife, Yaya. This is my love of my life. Special words, glitter. Extra stuff. <laughs> right, right. This, this is my my McRib. Let me live It's limited. Limited. This is the, the better version of me. Awesome. So, I'm just me. I'm, <laughs> I'm single. How that's your boy? No, <laughs> brother Yusuf. Um, brother to the night. Brothers to the hey, I like this. You know, I am brother to the night. Oh, oh, oh another t-shirt. Yeah. I like that. So, brother to the night, brother Yusuf Muhammad Yam's creation. We out here cocktails and conversation, and we are going to continue the conversation. But I'm gonna just throw something out here, and then we're just gonna talk. Period. Um, because I want to get off that. BS, but I lay, uh, it's not BS because the foundation from last week because it's a conversation that a bunch of single niggas is having. Mm. And how is a single person or a person that's not in a good relationship going to tell people in relationships what they can and cannot do? <laughs> so that was the point of the conversation last week. You know, this man who's in that relationship, Mr. Tate, and these other people, these men, these, I call them pseudo men, honestly, because again, you're a man without a mission is not a man. A man without a mission is just a vagabond. Oh, look at the pastor give us vagabond. So you're not creating anything. You're not worth this conversation. So you can't tell a woman what to do when you're not trying to be a man exactly. to lead this woman in anything. Man and God, we're taught God, man, woman, children. But the man has to be so in line with God that when she's searching for God, she finds her man. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't on that mission, brother, the whole conversation was really just to tell you, tell you and your woman, hey, y'all need to reevaluate this relationship. Or my sister, you need to go ahead and pack your bags. Definitely. Anyhow, let's keep moving. So you said a, a nice word to me, us, no, and to me, definitely to me, intimacy, <laughs> and to me. Um, but it, it, the conversation that we were having earlier about, I love how I keep holding the hand. They let this go. Y'all see what I'm working on. I'm going to just <laughs> say the one. And I said this before I got on. Again, shout out to my big homie, D-Money. Um, he gave me this. We used to, he called me. He was talking about compliment complimentation versus competition or compliment versus competition in, the, mm -hmm. in your relationships. Uh, we're together, and I'm complimenting you versus trying to compete with you. Because if I'm complimenting you, we're adding to the relationship. Yeah. If I'm competing, we're taking from it in some ways. Mm -hmm. So as married couples, how do you compliment each other 
Oh, okay. Let me, let me put a little more season on this conversation. Oh, 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 oh. A little more season. <laughs> so, as a Muslim, I got my little chef's hat on and my little whip it, whip it real hard. Um, as a Muslim, we're taught righteous competition. Now, righteous competition is mostly between brothers. Like, um, pastors, you all do it when you're out there trying to proselytize and you know, go out there fishing for the people. Righteous competition is you when you get invited to your pastor's, your brother pastor's church, I ain't gonna I'll show you in your church, but I'm gonna make sure you know I'm in this church. <laughs> righteous competition. Okay. In a relationship, it should be not, I don't think it should be righteous competition because I'm not trying to compete against my wife. I'm trying to I, I, let me say, I don't know if it should it be competition. Okay. That's the question so it is yes and no. Okay. Okay. Um, competition is good. It is. All right. But what are you competing for? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Oh. Don't compete for the number one spot. Okay. We compete. We have, okay, you know, everybody knows Valentine's Day. We all know it's a commercial <laughs> holiday with no argument there. No. All right. So. But still, we like to give. We're both givers. We're gifters. Okay, so in January, some nice gifts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. Some nice gifts. So we are. We have you got a system. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's go over here with this. I forgot they go see there. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, so in January, right after Christmas, mm -hmm. we start our gift wars. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have a mm -hmm. gift war. Okay, so every week we're giving up until Valentine's Day. And it's uh, not expensive it, gifts. It's not expensive okay. gifts. Sometimes it is. <laughs> he be cheap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I will sit back. One, one time I bought the um, her pearl necklace and black pearls and white pearls and the bracelet and the rings and the earrings and mm. all that, you know. But the, really, the whole thing is, and I did that because I was like, "You're going places hell where you find black pearls." Hey, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> hey, you find some black pearls. This man right here. So extravagant ass. <laughs> so the whole, but the whole thing, I said, "Listen, you're going to be in places where diamonds will not be good enough mm -hmm. because pearls are classic." Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wanted her to have that and be able to switch between her white and her black pearls, depending on what she's doing. But that necessarily hit her there. So He's my, showing out we, would do, <laughs> we, we would do things and gift. Well, last year, was it last year? Year before. Um, no, it was last year because it was still, yeah, because it wasn't this February. It was last February. Okay. Last February, um, she was gifted. I was like, I got this what I wanted year before that. I got this. I got this. And... My mother, you remember my mother died, yeah. you know, um, and before then, my mother was in this box, okay, and it was, and I wanted to get an urn, but who I was with at that time was like, she's already in something, she did, you know, why gonna spend the money on an urn, it's just ashes. Wasn't gonna argue with it, fine. So my wife kept asking, so that's your mother in that one, and that's your grandmother in that one? And I was like, yeah. So... I came home and I opened this box. She says, this is for you. It still makes me tear up. Um, I can hear it. I can see it. She said, I remember her asking, what was your mother's favorite color? And I said, same as mine. It was purple. Ooh, so she got this box and I opened the box and it was a purple urn to put my mother's ashes in. Did it have a print that's symbol dope. on it though? That's, that's dope. Like, you can't that's just say dope. That's it. Game over. Dope. She won. If it had a print symbol on it though, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was it was and it wasn't even near the end of the gift awards. Yeah. And I was like, you win. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you, you win. Yeah. Um but what I, I said that to say this. The urn, it wasn't expensive, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it was the thought yeah. that she was like, listen, babe, I love you. And I know what that meant to you. Mm -hmm. And I know you never even asked for it, mm -hmm. okay? But because I love you so much, mm -hmm. and I know what your, your heart's desire is, I'm going to meet you there and show you what I care about. Because I care about you. Now, 
There are other times when that was a competition, but it was also a complimentary because it was an accessory. She accessorized to me to make me look well. My wife will do anything to, that, to make me look great and not to great to the people, but great to where, you know what, you feel good about yourself. It's nothing for her to go out and buy cologne, you know, but we'll do it ourselves. I'm like, what do you want? She's like, I want this. There's some shoe choices. I want this. I want to get it for her. Why? Because she compliments me. Okay. And when my wife looks good, my wife feels good. And in return, not because I'm doing it, but it makes me feel good. Okay. Put that down. I got two couples in this room. I need the other lady to ask these conversations, questions about complimenting and competitions. Um, and we're going down the aisle of togetherness. Mm -hmm. What leads to the development in relationship and what's leading to separation in relationships too often? Um, that's what this kind of really the, the basis of this, the crust is that the complimenting to get, again, too often, I'm trying to show up that I'm better, that yeah, in a relationship, but, you know, I'm the man. I'm the man. Or this is, the wife is, you know, she has to show out when she's going out or whatever. And it's not a us thing. Or she has to show that she, how much she doesn't need him, is what you're saying. By that thing, she doesn't need him. And it's not a us thing. We And I tell when you get in a relationship, the book, I wrote a book, ABC's Love Relationship. I'm trying to. It's out, but I'm re-editing re it right now. But in one of them, it goes from when you come together as we, we move from a peninsula to a country. Mm -hmm. And in the country are states. But each state is represented by the people, members in the family. Mm -hmm. But the states are still, in this country, are still head, supposed to be headed by the husband. Mm -hmm. But you have a situation like you have in Russia and Ukraine where you got folks trying to break off now. Mm -hmm. Because I need to be independent. And I need to show I'm independent from you. So what is leading to these issues in the relationships? And look at your own relationships that led to all of our divorces. Except for you, you the smart one. She waited. Right, so what are these things that's leading to our separations in these relationships? Mm. Unequally yoked. What else? Trust issues. Okay, what else? Those are my well, The things that's leading, if you were bonded together first and you're separating, that's because you see yourself as separate. There's no union. And that's the thing. When you are a one union, union right? The, the bond between us is God, period. Mm -hmm. And for as long as we stick to God, we can't unstick. He's the super glue. But when I decide that I'm going to depart from God in any way, it brings a separation. And I can't see myself as one with my wife, because we're not like money. So if I say, you know what, I'm going to decide upon myself that I'm going to compete with her, or she's going to compete with me. We're not seeing ourselves as a marriage. We're, what we're now seeing ourselves is it's me versus you. Mm -hmm. And that's the type of competition that cannot, you, you see what I'm saying? It's a versus instead of it's a, it's a us. When you compliment one, another person, that means that we're, we're in this together. For instance, my beautiful two-year-old. <laughs> she wanted to see Little Mermaid so much. And what it was, she when she went out, she showed. She had her little, little she was fabulous. mermaid outfit on and everything. <laughs> and to compliment her, I put on the little timepiece suit, you know, the little, uh, sorry, the yeah. little vest and everything that made it look like I was little, whatever his name was. So and, that's the best. You know, that'll do. But it was the time, but everyone, she shone so much brighter because of the compliment. I wasn't there to overshadow her. Mm -hmm. And mm. at times, my wife is my compliment. At times, I'm her compliment. But the thing is, we show up together as a unit. Right. Sometimes it's not always going to be equal. Sometimes I'm, what uh, Chris Rock said, sometimes I'm playing tambourine. <laughs> when we go out, my, my wife is beautiful, you know, and 
and, and sometimes I'm just matching. Yeah, I'm agree. Right. And at times where I had to have to be out front, she's the best compliment to me. She's my arm hook. And sometimes she plays that role well. And but it's knowing what your role is. Yeah. Because sometimes I have to step back and let her shine at her job. She's doing her thing. I can't show up as I'm the hug. No, this this is her space. I have mm-hmm. to be that compliment. Now, if I have to, and I have because I have had to check somebody, but I have to know how to do that. Yeah, I don't want him to do that no more. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say, I guess the main thing, the word is serve. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, that's um, perfect. The word, the word is serve, and I tell. I try to get couples to understand the man is the suit mm-hmm. off the rack. Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, now, men that understand, right. dress, understand when I say there's a difference between off the rack and tailored. Tailor made. Right. And then custom oh. fit. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, so I can have a tailor made suit, which is just for me. I can, but then you can go buy off the rack and then have it custom fit mm. just for me. Men, we are the off the rack. Women, they te- they custom fit us. Mm. They are the cu- they're custom fitting that suit. They're the bow tie. They're the cufflinks. They're the kerchief. They're the socks. They're the shoes. Now, a man just wears a suit. We can look at him. He still got the tag on the sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> he got. He still got the same little gold thing that came with uh, it. He still got it. It's it's still tacked in the bag. You know what I'm saying? But when your wife, let's say your wife comes into your life and you are secure, okay, and you understand your position and hers, you don't have a problem with her saying, "Come here, babe. Let me do this. Yep. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this." And here's the greatest side of pipe. When she does that, as a man, you don't have a problem. When it's her time, you sit back and you watch. When my wife was was um, crossing, my whole job was to sit back and watch. Okay? When she crossed, she came home. She had a plethora of things. Why? Because my job is to sit back and support her. Whatever she needs, babe, what do you need? You have, she, you're, do, you're Our business, the health care, what do you need? I'm, I'm going to carry it. I'm your armor bearer. I'm whatever you need me to be. Mm-hmm. That is the whole thing. I'm going to serve her because they, by default, serve us. And that's how we complement each other. Mm-hmm. You know, but that whole thing, well, I get what you're saying, Yusuf. The reason you said it greatly, and that was when we're unequally yoked, what happens is when you try to get God to bind you together, the scripture says, what God put together, let no man put asunder. The problem is God didn't put some of us together. We sit back and we was like, okay, and God was like, listen, uh, now, I, I'm God. Mm-hmm. I can help it work, but y'all going to have to work, bend and break and cut some stuff off for you to fit right. But we don't want to cut and break and fit right. Or one per- both have to do it. If one person does it, you're unequally yoked. It won't work. But when you get a, when you get a man and a woman who are equally yoked, that is your rib. If you ever break something, break a pencil, and your friend break a pencil, y'all can break it at the same place. But you can't take his part of the pencil and put it next to yours. I don't care what you do. It won't fit. Only your part of your pencil will fit. So only your rib will fit where it belongs. Y'all hear this man over here spitting these facts? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna step back one more. God damn it. Um, you said something that was beautiful because you said, and it's always little small things that if you overlook that one pertinent point, you miss it. Mr. Farrakhan tells us when we're studying, have a dictionary because you're going to come across a word and that word is very important. And if you skip across that word and try to get your own uh, definition of it, you'll miss the whole thing the person trying to get to you. Mm-hmm. So what you said was when your wife custom fits the suit to you. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm about to say, well, a good woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, 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 no. 
the brother said it right. Your wife. So, with that being said, sisters, brothers, where I want to deal with this, the question being, what point do we as people go from that good woman to the wife thing? You know, too many of these men, males, we try to keep 18-year relationships with a woman and she got 20 of our babies. <laughs> And she's a good woman, but she ain't good enough to make your wife. She ain't your wife. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of keeping this around? Or why are you? Why are we missing this gap? Now, my sisters, if you all have been through relationships, and I, I'm giving this to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me start off with this a little bit more. Now, when they speak about their two daughters, she has a daughter from a previous relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and you have... Children from a previous relationship. I got children from a relationship. Everybody got married to somewhere. So I brought weird animals. <laughs> <laughs> and very strange pics. <laughs> so what did you see was the, the the issue that you did not even ask mm-hmm. to say, hey, look, what what's up with this? This thing I'm missing on my finger. Mm. Or <laughs> no, not not with him. My my previous relationship, well, from my daughter's father, I, I was seventeen, so uh, marriage wasn't even a, a thought. I was worried about going to school all the time. So, <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, but when I met Tim, we we had our kind. We we were friends before anything. So she a lot was of the time, well, <laughs> I was trying to do something. He was a stalker. I made, <laughs> I made him be my friend first. Mm-hmm. So the conversations we had, I we we had we weren't going to jump into anything unless we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. So we initially started talking about marriage before mm-hmm. we started actually dating. Mm-hmm. So that I knew that I wanted to be married. And Tim was to the point to where he was done with his relationships and was like, um, "You stop being a hoe." Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, 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 I know Tim before Tim. I, I, I had just got a terrible, terrible relationship like two years prior, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not playing games. Like, if we're not going to be married, we need to just stay friends." So, Sister Gota's ex said on our past show a couple weeks <laughs> back, she said that I done struggled with the other person before. I ain't mm-hmm. got no more struggle left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, get, you don't want to, you do, if no, if you're not, on, you get to a certain age and you're just like, listen, we don't have time. Right. <laughs> There's no time to play around. Nobody got time date, for that. <laughs> you need to just keep dating. Like, but I want to be married. If we're going to live with each other, I want to be married. I want more children. I want a house. I want my businesses going, and we need to be able to support each other in that. And she had to make sure that I was on my mission mm-hmm. because she really didn't come become attracted to me until if there was something there. Mm-hmm. Like when God was setting my bed, I knew what I wanted. I'm like, why well, I go back get it? And then no, when I started really following through with the plans that I had, because he he brought me back to myself. Mm-hmm. Why did you shelve this? Where are you supposed to be? What am I supposed to be doing with you? And God really started convicting me. Yeah. And everyone who I was playing around with and all of, he cut friends off, he cut relationships off, and I was really, really focused. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to see what was in her. And when I started really fine-tuning, because, you know, when I I was in awe of her, Mm -hmm. the first thing was like, but I've been fooled before. And the other thing was, now that I knew, okay, I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z, and here I am on my plan, and she starts seeing things, I start recognizing what was in me and her. Mm-hmm. And she was very goal-oriented, and she didn't compromise for anything. And I was the same way. I was like, wow, you don't... What, what intrigued me is, I asked her if she wanted to date. She said, no, I'll get my real estate license. I don't have time for it. And I'm like, woo, I want you more. <laughs> and it was the same way with me. People would ask me out, no, I'm going to the gym. No, we're going this. Or people would ask, hey, you want to eat this? No, I'm on my health thing, this. Mm-hmm. And it really allows you to become who you are. 
Because first, I had all them whole ways I had to let that go because I was becoming a husband. Mm-hmm. And that was something that friends, family, you know, and that's the greatest part because even family would cut off because he said, you chose your family and this is who I want for you. And as I became a husband, I recognized the wife in her. Right. And I was like, wait a minute, this is, I need, I need a wife now. And once I recognized that in her, I knew the design. Everything started making sense. Mm-hmm. I see what I start to see what God was seeing because I start having the mind of God. Mm-hmm. And I stopped playing with my time. The most precious thing that I had. Now, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be doing this. I saw that we were supposed to be on the other side of the world. He said, you can only have a certain woman that's going to do that. And that's how it was to, to actually see the wife. Because I ain't need no girlfriend. You can't, you can't build with the girlfriend. Exactly. And she sure couldn't build with no, no boyfriend. Right. We need that, that, that thing. Okay. Um, again, but still. Uh, I'm going to be quiet. Look, I know you. <laughs> you're about to curve it. I know you. I'm burning over here, but um, I'm just I'm just going in a relationship pattern of you all, and let me be more honest with you all. You all are giving a brother advice. I done tripped up, did it wrong, slapped around, stumbled, got beat up. You know, we throwing sticks. This was this was running rapid in me right now, and if you're looking to court mm-hmm. in the future you said this conversation about the conversation i'm not i'm not doing this I'm, I'm looking for a man i'm not looking for a boy what were you what is the conversation of courting as women that you're looking for or is it different for each one yeah i think it's different for each person you, you have to you have to see where she is in life to where you fit in because you, you have to come together at some point. Because if y'all are on two different paths, it's, it's not going to work. You said he has to fit into your life. And well, vice versa. It, it You have to fit into each other's life. Yeah. So I see you over there working your hand. You want to say some shit over there? I'm listening to you. No, I'm going to let her go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let her go first. No, no. I'm, 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 she finished the comment. No, she finished. And, and no, no, knows. I'm good. I'm good. It was honestly because when she... You know, she, she wanted to do the real estate thing, mm-hmm. and I was fine with that, but you got to find a way to do that remote, because God showed me where we were supposed to go, <laughs> honestly. And no, tell them what you said. <laughs> when I first met you? Yes. Okay. Um, when I first met her, I said, look, <laughs> this is what it is. I, honestly, I, I was very, very honest with her. Mm-hmm. I want a wife. If you know you, you playing games and all that, this is who I am. You know, I, I really don't give a damn. You can quit King Rocks right now. I'm not in no games or anything. We're either gonna be married or not. And really laying things out on the table mm-hmm. to understand this is going to lead towards something. Because at the time we in our thirties, you know, we in our mid thirties, and I have a mission to accomplish, and. Once things are put out, a lot of time, what you know, especially when you get older, you know, I ain't playing no game. This is who I am. You know, when you even when you come to companies, you know, this is what you got. You either like me or you don't. And a lot of times when we're dating and we're choosing things, we gotta be who we are. Period. So if I'm honest and I show up in exactly who I am, as goofy as I am, as nerdy as I am. As serious as I like the full, whole, total of me. So that way the person knows what they're getting into. Because you can recognize the whole total of somebody else. And that's what made us really date. Is because I didn't, we weren't going on dates. We go where I normally go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a goofy dude. We go, we gonna go to the comedy stuff. We gonna go to the places where we at. And it was important for her to see my lifestyle. It was important for her to meet my God sisters. Because I got some sisters. If you ain't making it past them, once we start really got solid, okay, now it's time for you to meet the sisters. Because if the family don't approve of you, 
they see stuff that I don't see because I'm a, I was a bad picker. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I was a terrible picker. They got that comment on And one thing about a woman can fool a man, but she can't fool no woman. Mm-hmm. She can't, and not mm-hmm. not a woman, not not a, not a or a lady, mm-hmm. a lady, someone who has that title, yeah. someone who has the insight. Mm-hmm. If people say, they used to say, oh, well, go send it to the mom. But the auntie can see something. The mom right. missed. Right. The cousin can see something. Right. The sister can see something. Mm-hmm. The homegirl can see something. The teacher can see something. The pastor's wife can see mm-hmm. something. And it's important for them to meet your life the way it is. Because some people, they date. And they go, oh, they do all this stuff. that That's not who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're dating, it's important to be who you who you are. And to show them your life. But a lot of people, they don't know themselves and they don't have a life. So they can't show you that. (laughs) I would dovetail over, jump off that. I love how you just said that, right? Mama, man, I tell you, we love our mamas. I've met this sister years ago, years years ago, (laughs) years ago. And I I decided to bring it to my parents. (laughs) My dad was like, (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) Thumbs up. Ooh, she nice. No, like, she full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) They will tell you. She full of shit. She put no. Leave alone, you see. I said, what the? (laughs) Yeah, it took me a minute to get to it. Everybody's laughing here because everybody knows my mama. They're like, yeah, that's that's the highest mama. But it took me a minute to get to it, but. I got that from mom. My little sister was like, I used to, and so she, she went, nah, nah. I'm like, all right, I got you. Took it to other few friends, my bestie, uh, from school to, no, 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 yeah, let it go. So you're right, you have to meet the crew. But let me double, jump off of it, because I got you all here. Come on, pastor, give me some words, and, and your wife, oh, these alarms going off, go ahead. Um, I would say this. When we met, um, like I said, it wasn't, I actually was called to be the assistant pastor of the church that she was at. um, So you went in there trying to pick through the flight, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this. Here's real talk. So, well, you you know about this. So I was was a moderating group, you know, um, and black professionals, you know. So I was in that group, and and it was Going through my my separation, and she DM'd me. She slide in the DM. Shout out. No, no. She said, Pastor Ward, Uh-oh. why are you in this singles group? Sure Aren't you did. married? Got him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sound like somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> so I looked, and I was like, who the Oh, I'm trying to check me. Check me. Me. You know who I am. Nobody. <laughs> this group. I put cases on all y'all. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And the spirit said, tell her the truth. Cause you know, you know, I'm about to like get just say whatever and get about it, about it. You right. know what I'm saying? What you mean? <laughs> said, tell her the truth. And I said, you know, actually I'm going through a separation. Um, you know, well, actually going through a divorce. I'm already legally separated. And plus, actually, we're a moderated group and give this give information and help couples out, being single, things like that. And she said, okay. That was it. So I was like, man, because before she answered, I looked at it, she, her profile pictures. She just had this look like, don't mess with me. I ain't about that. I ain't playing no games. And I'm like, who this chocolate chick coming at me like this? You know, first of all, and I understand, let, disclosure, my, if you ask me, I did a fair, fair skinned women, you know what I'm saying? Shorter women. That was my thing. That was, that was, that's just what it was. So I then got to the church and my boy was like, listen, man, I said, what do you want me to do here? He says, fill in the gaps, but I want you to work with Minnesota Latasha. Oh wait, yeah. He said, <laughs> he, he said it and laughed. And I was like, that's that chick that don't like me. <laughs> she does not like me. Please understand. So the thing is, in all honesty, she did not like me. 
Okay, so I got something in common. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I was I came there one night Wednesday night and she was teaching young adult Bible study and I came in to audit the class to see how she teaches and everything you know because I'm stepping in this role I need to find what's going on. So I come in and she said, "Oh no, you here now? You the pastor? You teach?" Mm-hmm. I said, "No, I'm here to audit." She said, "No, you the pastor? You can have it. Go right ahead. I'll sit back." This hell. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta oh. deal with this. And I said something slick like that's why you have a man. You know, I mean we, we went in. But the thing is we start talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, we were talking and we talked for like an hour and a half and no youth showed up. But then at the end, the youth start coming in, they were like, we were here, we were, we thought we had choir rehearsal, so there was at another room. At that time, we built we built a bond to get to know each other, and she was kind of cool. And I was like, "Yeah, I know some single friends. I got some single guys out there." Yada yada yada. She's like, "Well, t- tell me about them, you know." So when I got in the car, we were texting. I was telling, we we're just talking. Fast forward, we were doing Bible study together. We we're working together, and the thing about it was, she was very upfront about who she was and what God told her and what God showed her in a husband. But she also was very no-nonsense. So at one point I realized, I was like, I'm liking this female. I'm vibing with her. But she tall, you know what I'm saying? And, she, and then it was like, I'm mouthy. She, she speak her mind. I'm not used to that. I'm used to, you know, I'm the pastor. You don't j- j- what? Do you re- do you know who I am? Yes. And she could care less. But it was I was still respectful, but it was still the point of that. But we began to grow and uh, we really the relationship got better and I then got to a point I was like, Okay, you're really, really nice. I need to see the who who the real you are. Cause I know I know you got sass, you got fire, and she exposed herself. And we grew, and it was so funny though. She kept saying, "Okay, we doing this." He ain't proposed though. Mm. Oh shit! I understand. Yeah. We met in 2019. Mm. Okay, but the, here's that caveat: she didn't like me because I used to preach at the church, mm. and I made and I would make I made a joke one time, mm. and I said, "You know, all these women with fake hair, fake nails, fake this, and they want a real man." And she said I was looking at her because she wore weave. So she thought I was talking about her. He was. He was, <laughs> yeah. like he was, was looking like, at Yes. And I was so, like, this motherfucker. <laughs> so, and then one time I, had, I was put on a conference, a women's conference, and her pastor sent her there to be on my board. And I was like, let me tell you how this is going to be done. And so she's like, who does this nigga think he is? He kind of like, he the boss. I mean, he checking everybody. She's like, who does a light-skinned nigga think he is? So she already had this art against me. It was always this dude, this dude, this dude. So get so we had though that friction. Uh-huh. But the funny part about that friction is it wasn't real. Mm. So then when we were dating, we were getting closer, and I knew, and she had no idea that I had ordered a ring, had it made for her, had it sized for her. When I say made, mm-hmm. literally designed for her, engraved inside for her, took about three months and everything for it to come in, she had no idea whatsoever. And the whole thing was, I was like, listen, um, I'm trying, I'm going to do this. I'm looking at another place because I had to leave. I'm going to do this. She's looking at a house. I was helping her look for a house. And she said, if we're going to do this, why don't we look for a house together? And I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to do that. We good. So God made it where I couldn't do what I was trying to do. And I literally said, we're going to buy this house and I'm going to go on alone and I'm going to stay over here until we get married. Now, understand, I'm sorry, fast forward, but go back. Before then, I told her, I'm not going to marry you because you have a daughter who's nine years old. So I'm not going to marry you. If we get married, it's going to be at least nine more years until she's 18 and out of the house before we get married. She says, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. Okay. Now, she knew something I didn't know, okay? <laughs> but then when I was trying to go ahead and we, I was like, I'm going to buy the house. I said, you all can stay in the house. 
and I'm going to go ahead and do send an apartment, and we're going to date and everything, and yada, 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 and then we do apartment like this, and then after that, maybe Jazz, she can go ahead and take over this. That was my plan. That's some bush. That's not like a bunch of bull. Man, that, 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 the, the deal didn't go through, and we end up, and she says, you know, and I had to admit to it. I, just, she, I, said, I said, I realized if I had of did that, I would have prolonged our marriage and pushed it out. Mm-hmm. God literally, we like I said, we got together in COVID. God, and she makes a joke, the first thing I ever gave her was COVID. Um, <laughs> God had, was COVID. God slowed down the world for me to slow down to actually see who she was and appreciate who she was. And that's why I say when it's your wife, you know, I mean, she didn't conform herself to fit me what she did was realize where she fit you you follow what i'm saying but the thing is i had to move away all the debris Mm -hmm. from everything else that was where the rib was supposed to be of those false people that were there Mm -hmm. and those relationships that were there and all that that was hurt all that residue you know when you try to mend and you put the glue on I, all that had to be removed from that rib so she could fit where she belongs. And then God mended it and made it whole. And you know what? That's the, the, the blessing in it. Because when you pray for something, you got to be ready for God to give you exactly. what you pray for. Uh-huh. And sometimes he got to cut a whole lot out. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. A lot of folks don't like to be cut. I, I pray for He said, you should. <laughs> Look. Not only did he tell me in my spirit, but he sent Yusuf, Rasul, and my grandmother. Here she is in her latter years. And, you know, things got hot because I was used to making good money, used to being in a position of authority in the army. He took all that. Everything that I thought would make me a prime candidate, and he brought me down to bare bones. And that's the thing about it. When, when you have a, a, a wife or a husband that's looking at you, they're looking at directly you. All that other stuff is extra stuff that don't matter because when things get hot, that's the things that go. Nobody cares. COVID didn't care about what your job was. Mm-hmm. It didn't care about your position, mm-hmm. how good you look. After a while, you sitting in the house, everybody looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and, either, and that's what I loved about, honestly, COVID was the best thing to happen to God-fearing people. Mm-hmm. Because... A lot of people got in the church and they hid. A lot of people got in a relationship and because, you know, they 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 in shape or they got this money and all this other stuff, they hide who they really are. Mm-hmm. But God will put you in a place where you can't hide. And so when you when you looking at the person that you dating, those things that come out need to come out. Exactly. When, when when we were dating, everything got tested. Look, the job was gone. Look, oh, y'all don't know, look. When I met her on my job, I was her manager. When they found out that we were dating, they fired the black out of my ass. <laughs> and they and literally asked me, they said, hey, it's either the job or her. And God told me, what did I choose for you? And I said, y'all can have this job. And the director, he was upset because we were very close. He was like, well, Tim, you could have told me X, Y, and Z. You could have came to me. I said, look, I, he said, y'all won't get married. I said, whatever it is, God gave me her. And that's the reason why I'm here. I said, you're going to have to do what you got to do. And I had to choose. And a lot of times, God will put it in position where to choose. They offer her a great position when we were overseas in Kuwait. I said, you can stay here. Make all this good money. But she chose the direction that God showed me. Mm-hmm. And see, she followed me. You know, those are the times where when we, we have to be who we say we are. Mm-hmm. So when I'm dating somebody, I got to be, women see past bull very easily. Mm-hmm. But the problem is we got so many guys out there who believe their own bull. Uh-huh. That part. And you know, they, they, that's what's so dangerous about a male that's not a man because he actually believes his bull. But that's what I was saying earlier. You have to be able to eat your stuff. Mm-hmm. I tell my wife that all the time. Your mess, what you did, you got to be able to eat that. You can't get, true healing comes when 
And I was saying this other day, so a lot of people think that they've healed and they've gone past things. You have not been healed until Yusuf can come and say, you know what you know what he used to do. You know who he is. You know this. Well, somebody can bring up my past. I'm like, all that. I did all that. Matter of fact, you forgot something. You forgot something. You forgot something. I'm going to tell you, I was an ain't spit Negro. I'm going to tell you that. I, 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 I was this. I, I'm going to eat all of that. When you can eat all of that and somebody can call you out and you don't get mad, then... You've healed from that because who you are is who you are. Mm. You know, I know, I mean, and, and that's the thing that we don't want to do. We don't want to, and I, I, I did, did this thing called uncover your nakedness. In the, in, in the Bible, in Genesis, the, it got me so awesome. He says, when he gave Eve to Adam, he said they were both in the garden and they were naked and unashamed. Mm. But after sin came in, he said they were naked and shameful. Hear what I just said. Mm. When you are in sin, mm -hmm. you are shameful and you try to cover your sin. That's why God, he said, why are you hiding? Adam said, because I was naked. He said, who told Don't you you were naked? Come on. Who told you? Because naked, there, you were, naked means lewd. Not nude, but lewd. Okay? But you were nude before. You're naked now. You were without sin before, but you're with sin now. And in our relationships, we have to be understanding, be naked and unashamed because we're born in sin. You got to be naked and unashamed. My wife, I one uh, so funny. My wife has, I swear, is a voyeur. You know, in our house. So Hold we, on, what? <laughs> in our house. And I, she has no shame. Uh, when I say no shame, my <laughs> wife would sit on the toilet and open the door and be talking. I'm like, I'm a nurse too. <laughs> you know, I, we got whatever. I, we got a shower in part of, part of the bathroom, and you can see and everything. She'll sit there and talk while I'm showering. I'm like, and she'll sit there standing and look at me, and I'm shouting. She's okay. I know you're gonna go ahead and do this right here. Now. Will you please stop? Close but, the door. <laughs> it's, but the thing is, in a marriage, you literally have to be. That naked. I've yeah. been in. I was in a marriage with my. I want to be that naked with my wife. I'm taking a dump. Close the dump. You know what? No, really, realistic. What happens is when you're that open, you're literally that open. Now, that's how she is. Is she'll open the door on me using the bathroom and say what she got to say. I'm at the point now. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's the same way in dating. Like when when you you have to be bold. And you have to be willing. A lot of people, when they're searching for somebody, they don't have the boldness to be who they are. No, they don't. And they don't have the willingness to get their heart broke sometimes. But uncover your nakedness. Yeah. I mean, uncover your bad credit. Uncover your bad spending <laughs> habits. You better do all that. I mean, because that, that, the realness is this. Yeah. Okay? Because people, I'm like, I got with him and then he borrowing money. I got with her. That's because y'all don't talk about money. I mean, it's true. I told someone just two days ago, I said, listen, you will, you all would rather sleep with a man and put your mouth on things before you would rather give them your address mm -hmm. and your last name. Mm -hmm. Hear what I just said. Yeah. We're gonna say that one more time. Yeah. That's what we're closing with. Go ahead. You would rather sleep with someone, put your mouth on things instead of giving them your last name and your address or letting them know your spending habits. Why? Why would you give up the most sensitive, sacred, intimate part of you, but yet you feel that they're not worthy of even knowing your name? They're not worthy of knowing who you are? Come on now. And that makes no sense. Put a pen in it right there because this is gone. We can keep going with this one because the next part of our conversation should be we done got past the BS of knowing a good man versus an ungood man. Mm -hmm. We done got to the part of when you should leave in some aspects and from competing and getting to know. The next part of this conversation we have another day is the value of self. Mm. And it stages to these conversations because you can't just jump into the value of yourself and when you don't know Again, going back to the part of the first conversation that we were having last week about the insecurities and the faith and the protection. If you don't know yourself, 
Let me let me let you understand that stuff that you all this BS that you have piled up on top of you, clear it out the way real That's quick. Right. Get that off the table. Because your insecurities is create is, is is distracting you from knowing who you are. But they're hiding. That's the those are their fig leaves. See, that's that's they're they're hiding that because they don't want to uncover their nakedness. So they'd rather be a victim than realize that they were the aggressor in their own trauma in their life. Ooh. With that being said, wow. I would, I would love to everybody give last words, because this has just been awesome. Ladies first. Well, Grab a mic or talk loud. I was not expecting to be on the panel this exactly. evening, but this was very nice. I love the conversation. I love what you guys are doing with the show. I love my sisters that are producing and in the background and making everything great. They were the guy sisters she had to get past, too. <laughs> yeah, these are the sisters I had to go through and get interviewed from, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love, just keep doing what y'all doing. I love it. Thank you very much. We're trying to do something. Uh, first Wives of Atlanta. <laughs> what does he keep saying? I don't know why he keeps saying that. Thank you all for having me. Um, like I said, I, I'm usually the quiet one, so this is kind of pushing me out of my shell. Um, I enjoyed um, talking about our relationship and how we started and sharing with everyone and just learning from another couple, you know, some of the things that they do or what they've been through is encouragement. Pastor. Um, I'll just say this. Before you can love anyone, you must first love yourself. But to love yourself, you have to take the time to really know yourself and everything about yourself. Don't hide from the shame of yourself. Don't hide from the shame of your past. Because if you don't, the person that will be loving you, they'll be loving only a version, but not really you. Ooh. Oh, these, these, these anchors, come on. Look, I ain't got nothing else to add that. But check this out. If you like this episode, subscribe. Tell somebody. We be doing stuff like this all the time. Go into the other episode. This is this is great. I, I really want to thank our wonderful guests. I want to thank my wife. I want to thank God for putting this together. Y'all, if y'all should could see the energy in the room, and if we, you can lift the veil. I know you're feeling it through, uh, through wherever you are in the world at whatever time. Um, tune in next time and take a sip on that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give a plug for our show? For go, our, go ahead. Please follow, um, follow us, um, Pastor Sean Ward, that's J-E-A-N, on all social media handles, and Latasha Ward. Also, we have a group called Intimacy Into Me UC. Into Me UC on Facebook. You'll see... Um, Cocktails and Conversations is actually a part of that group as well. So please join us and we'll be discussing and helping you out. If you need counseling, relationship counseling, we are relationship therapists and counselors. Please reach out to us. Um, again, Yusuf Muhammad, I am what I am, baby. That's it. So be easy. Thank y'all for joining. Catch y'all on Friday. Love right. you, be blessed. Peace. Right. Hey, this is Yusuf Muhammad. Thank you for listening. Tune in this Friday for the new episodes of Cocktails and Conversation on all streaming platforms. Like, share, follow, tell somebody. Look forward to you listening.